owe it all to him. He made everything hard. He turned my morning, y'all. Then he set me on the path. Set me on the path to a place of much more. Somebody throw your hands in a prophesy. Much more. Much Hallelujah. More. Tell me where you're headed. What's the name of the place you're going, man? We're going to testify this evening. Hallelujah. I believe, I believe I'll testify. I'll testify. Hope you don't mind if I tell my story. Well, I, I believe, I believe I'll testify. I'll testify. Y'all sing a little bit. He's been good. He's been, I should have died. But he was good, oh my, and he keeps on. I believe I'll testify. I believe, I believe I'll testify. Of worship this evening. Testify. Declare it this evening. We're going to testify. Jesus been so good to me. And we testify. So good to us. Declare it this evening. Declare it. He's been good to us.
Yes, he put joy in my heart. He's been so good to me. Has he been good to you? Testify this evening. Hallelujah. He's been good to me. He's been good to you. Testify, testify and declare it. God has been good. He's been good to us. Hallelujah. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. It's so wonderful to be with you this evening, another Tuesday evening. Just want to welcome all our viewers, our family and friends, those streaming on YouTube and Facebook, and those listening on my podcast. Welcome, welcome. We welcome you this evening. Welcome, everyone. If you're tuning in for the first time, we welcome you to the program. So great to have you on this evening. This is Speak the Word. I'm Reverend Crescent Hessen. I am very excited to be with you this evening. Amen. Speak the Word is a program where we're able to teach the gospel of Jesus Christ in season and out of season to reach the unsaved world and to encourage believers to stay the course and not waver in their faith walk but to be strong in the love of the lord so just want to welcome you once again remember that speak the word is on um, all the platforms youtube uh, facebook um, instagram and my podcast my podcast this uh, teaching will be on tonight uh, to all podcast supporters, we want um, you to remember that podcast is now up and running. And so you can now go to your app store and download one of the following podcasts app on your phone. Um, we're, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Listen Note, Cashbox, and also Alexia. If you have Alexia in your home, you can um, get Speak the Word on Alexia. Um, so remember to tune into the podcast. You can listen to the podcast over and over again, just like you would on YouTube and Facebook. Once you download, uh, you are able to listen all the time, all the time, anywhere, anytime. Um, so we're going to ask you to do that for us, Speak the Word um, on the podcast, Speak the Word podcast. You can either look for Speak the Word or the topic that is being taught um, for that week. Just want to honor the Lord this evening. is great for being in our midst all the time. Our present help in time of needs, always watching over us, never leaving us. The scripture said that he has us in the palm of his hand he covers us with his feathers, and under his wings we will find refuge. What better place to be? What better place to be? So later I will introduce the guest speaker, who is Pastor Ann Newman, that will be coming on uh, with the word of God. So please invite some people to come on, your friends, anyone in your contact list, family, so they can be blessed this evening by the word of God. Just want to welcome all our supporters again, um, new season families in the house. I welcome you, welcome all of you. Um, Agape Teleworship Ministry, I welcome you, I welcome you. The Cathedral of Worship and Praise in Wesley Chapel, Florida, 
I welcome you. Um, Blaze Deliverance Ministry New Jersey is in the house. We welcome you. People from Jamaica is in the house. New York, New Jersey, Florida, Canada, we welcome you. We welcome you. Amen. Just want to welcome um, uh, Sister Lois and Sister Deaconess Grace. Thanks for joining. Sister Juliet, thanks. Uh, Mark Barber, how are you? Thanks for joining. Speak the word. Marcia Dugal, welcome. Sister Salma, uh, Sister Majory, welcome. Cliff is on. Cliff Dugal is on. We welcome you. Sister Mina, I welcome you. My niece Paula, welcome. Sister Odette, I welcome you. I'm glad to see you on, Sister, um, Sister Odette. Thanks for joining. Um, Sister Allison, I thank you so much. And um, I am not seeing YouTube, um, Facebook, um, YouTube, so I'm going to have to switch to see who I can see here on YouTube, and I'll welcome you a little later on. Um, wanted to uh, use a second right now to share and to subscribe. Share and subscribe. Hit the thumbs up button or the like button to show you like this video. So those of you who are on YouTube, just take a second right now to subscribe. Please subscribe and please share to everyone in your contact list. We have a great anointed speaker coming on this evening. Amen, Pastor Ann Newman. So I wanted to, um, to share, share the link, share the contact. When you subscribe, um, it is simply saying you like speak the word and would like to be alerted when it is on again. It is like a bookmark which will make it easier for you to find the program when it is aired again. So I'm going to ask you to share, allow, share, actually allow you to share to others and have them come on the program. Okay, so can you all do me a favor now and share the link, copy the link, and then post it on Facebook on your contact. Also, you can look for the word follow. If you can see the word follow, just hit on the follow. So you can, um, you know, when the program comes on again, you will be um, alerted. So click on that, click on the follow. Remember that the like button on YouTube helped to spread the message around the internet. So the live, live stream algorithm responds to like. So when you like it, it actually indicates to the live stream platform that people are enjoying this program and therefore spread it to more people. That's the way to support the program. That's the way to support Speak the Word. Make sure you hit the notification bell also at the top right-hand side on the YouTube platform. Amen? So YouTube will notify you when I'm on again. Okay? So I'm going to just ask to do those uh, for me now before we go on. I am so excited to see what God is doing with Speak the Word. Amen. This is a platform geared to teaching the Word of God, and I will continue to teach it on various topics, you know, as the Lord leads. As I mentioned last week, if you're having a problem understanding a particular scripture in the Bible, we will be happy to exegete or interpret it for you each week before the teaching begins. So go ahead and place that scripture in the comment box um, that you want us to exegete or the topic that you want us to teach on on this program um, you know later on in the week um, next week or so 
um, once you send it to me. We have an email address. It's speaktheword1983 at gmail.com. Speaktheword1983 at gmail.com. And the following week, we will exegete it for you before the teaching for that week begins. So a topic that you want us to um, teach on or a scripture that you want us to interpret for you. So we thank you once again for coming on. Those of you who came on before I um, greeted, I will greet you a little later on. Um, good evening, DeAndre. Thank you for coming on. So let's worship. Amen. Let's worship um, together, um, uh, you know, before we go into the word of God. Worship with Tasha this evening. Oceans, hallelujah. In oceans deep, my faith will stand. And I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves when oceans. Worship this evening, hallelujah. Yes, he's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy. Spirit, lead me where my trust. 
Yes, hallelujah. Every time and keep my eyes above the waves. Hallelujah. The oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace. I am yours. Yes, hallelujah. We worship you this you evening, God. Hallelujah. We give him glory. We give him honor. We give him praise. What a God we serve. Amen. What an holy, holy, righteous God that we serve. We're going to open in prayer. Father, we glorify your name this evening. The name above every other name in the name of Jesus. Father, as we come before you this evening, Lord God, send your precious Holy Spirit to take up residence in our heart, to receive from you fully this evening with no hindrances, mighty God. Lord, we pray, Father, that your word of truth will go forth Father, tonight with power and that broken hearts will be mended. Bondages shall be broken in the name of Jesus. Storms of life will become still. Lord God, help us to take this moment to worship and to connect with you into the weeks ahead, mighty God. Lord, we thank you and we praise your greatness. We praise your mighty works in this season. Let every person be filled with the word this evening, Father, the Rima word that the speaker will bring. Father, we ask you in advance to anoint her head with oil and let it flow from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege once more for speak the word to be aired and what you will use this program to accomplish in the world, Father. Lord God, we thank you for every supporter who has taken the time to join us on the various platforms. Let hearts be open and ready to receive from you, Lord God, and that the word of God will dwell in them richly in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So if you're just joining, uh, just um, go ahead and share. We welcome you. We welcome you to speak the word. Share, subscribe, hit the follow button, hit the thumbs up button, the notification bell. You have so, so few things to do before we go into the word of God. But we're so glad to have you. We welcome each and every one this evening. And um, God is good. And so... Um, Let's go into let's let's I'm going to bring on the um, the 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 speaker in just a short moment. Um, God is good. God is good. I, I just want to introduce her this evening. Um, this guest speaker is a, a friend of mine. She's Pastor Ann Newman. I've known her for many, many years. Amen. She has, I've known her for over 20 years, and she has been in ministry for 28 years. Amen. I'm so grateful for, for her accepting my invitation to speak on this program. Uh, last week, she was supposed to, uh, two weeks ago, she was supposed to speak, and um, the hurricane 
that was in um, that went to Tampa um, hindered her from um, the, that hurricane Idalio um, that was in Tampa. Um, she was unable to speak um, on that day because she's a um, registered nurse and um, she ha was on call um, at the hospital in uh, that she, she she's living in Tampa. And so we weren't able to have her, but she told me that she would have been able to come on today. And I'm really, really so glad to have Pastor Ann Newman, my friend of long, long ago. And so um, <laughs> let me just introduce her officially. Pastor Ann Newman is the head pastor of the Agape Teleworship Ministry. And she's also an executive pastor of the Cathedral of Worship and Praise in Wesley Chapel, Florida. She's also an international speaker. She's a writer, she's a poet, and a surgical nurse. She is the mother of two beautiful children and one grandchild. Her ministry passion is to encourage Christian maturity through the word of God. Glory to God, glory to God. We, um, I love Pastor Anne, and I'm just so happy to have her. And I'm going to bring her on uh, in a moment. Let me try and get her on here. Okay, Pastor Anne, there you go, there you go. So happy to have you. Welcome to Speak the Word. It's such a privilege to have you on the program. You know, and I was just telling them the story about the hurricane that <laughs> prevented you from being on the program, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, but you survived it. We were supposed to, you know, you really survived it, the hurricane and the people in Tampa, um, you know. Um, so, but it was, you were prevented from coming on, but to God be the glory. Amen. Anyway, you're here with us this evening, and I'm glad you weathered the storm in your area, right? And I so thank you for being he here this evening. How are you? We welcome you. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm well. I'm so honored to be with you, um, yes. Reverend Preston. So humble, so yes. humble, and so honored. Um, I almost said to you that the person you're introducing can't come on tonight, but I will come in her stead. <laughs> <laughs> you moved to moved in front of the camera a little bit more. We we oh, you're uh, you're shows, you're off. Yeah, it's showing on my screen that I'm that I'm in. Um, mm -hmm. so I'm trying to figure out. Yes, go, yes, go. Yeah, okay. that's that where you yes. Forgive me, everybody. I am still um, struggling with technology here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> okay. I'm challenged, too. Well, I am. Listen, mm. you don't know. Yes. So go a little bit more to your, your right. To my right. Yeah, move a little bit to your right. Yes. Is Yes. Okay, good. Okay. Great. So welcome. Okay. Welcome to Speak the Word. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing? 
me on the great sweet word. I am doing well. The Lord is good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been quite a challenging month. It's been quite an interesting week. Mm-hmm. It's been a quite a tedious day. But look at God's people standing. Yes. <laughs> You're off the camera again. You're offsided. You have to come back to the, the right, on your right side. You have to move. You have to move. Yes. Or adjust the, 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 yes. Every time you go to the left, yeah, you have to, yeah, right. Yes, you're in front. Yes, exactly. We can see you now. Right. So that we thank God for you. We thank God for you. And so the floor is yours. Um, the topic, you have a great topic this evening, the power of the closed door, the power of the closed door. Praise the Lord. Um, Reverend Crescent, I just want to give you honor um, as the angel of this great ministry that God has placed on the face of the earth in a time like this. We need this. We need ministries that are accessible to people all over the world. We need ministries that uh, can go through the different agencies, um, social agencies so that the people of God can hear without even getting up and going to church. Yes. We need honest, we need, we need, we need uh, honest, sincere people who love the Lord yes. uh, to be able to speak to God's word. We need people who are transparent and real. Yes. Uh, and so I thank the Lord for this great ministry that he is, that he's given to you. And I just greet all the, the great people who, are lending their ear yes. this evening. Um, we're doing this together now, okay, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you so much, so much, man. You're welcome. You're for welcome. Again to the Lord. Okay. Praise God. Yes. Praise the Lord. So today, um, I just want to go into something that uh, we all struggle with. I, I, I want to go into an, an, an area of Christian experience that, that especially those of us who want to be progressive and those of us who want to move forward and those of us who like opportunities and uh, like when uh, doors are open. You know, in Christianity, mm-hmm. we talk mm-hmm. a lot, uh, Reverend Crescent, about open doors. Yes. We like the open doors. They present progress, they present opportunity, they make us feel as if we're, we're moving forward. And mm-hmm. when we think about uh, doors in the Bible, what we're really talking about are um, passageways or, or, or means of communication or, or opportunity. But even in the natural doors that, that we experience in our material world, those doors are placed to either keep things in or keep things out. Um, those doors are placed to allow things to come in and um, secure those things. And, and, and so doors, doors are important because they make way for, for things that could happen in our lives. They make way for enterprises. They make way for, for great opportunities. And so the Lord called me, um, in, when he called me to, to, to speak the word, to talk about the concept of doors. And what we would traditionally hear is, the, is about the open door. We pray about it. Lord, would you open the door? Because it's the green light. It's, it's the clear path. It's an answer from God 
when we see the door open and we're very happy about the open door because it means that God is saying, you may go ahead and have this thing that I have uh, put aside for you. This thing that you're asking for, this thing that you've been praying for, this thing that you've been begging me for, we see an open door and we get really excited because it means that things are working out for us. And then we can give the great testimonies that the doors are open, God's opened this door and God's opened that door. And so we get very excited about the open door. Even Paul talks about doors being open for him in, in, in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 2 and 12, um, 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. He talks about how the doors were open for him to do great service and to bring ministry to certain areas. Um, and so even Paul, you could tell, was excited about when doors were open. But the same Paul, if we go um, further, we will see, uh, uh, even in Rome, Romans, um, we will see that uh, Paul, Silas, and Timothy and their evangelistic team traveled from town to town and churches were strengthened by, by what it is that Paul and Silas and Timothy were doing. And, and we look at that in the very beginning of Romans uh, uh, 16. But if we go down to verse 6 and 7, we're told that as they traveled to certain regions, they were kept by, by the Holy Spirit from, from preaching the word um, in, in the province of Asia. They, 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 they were told by Jesus, right? This is the command you're given by Jesus, that you should go out and preach the gospel to all the world. And of course, Asia was a part of the world and Bithynia was a part of the world. But twice in that, in that small region of the scripture, Romans 16 and, and 6 to 7, we see that Paul and his evangelistic team, that they were kept from that open door. They were kept from preaching the gospel, which is a good thing at that time. And if we go into Jeremiah 29 verse 11, this is what God tells us. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future, right? And what is this telling us? That as much as we celebrate the God-given open doors that are in our lives, as much as it makes they make us feel empowered, as much as they make us feel like we're moving forward and we're progressing, it means then that the God that we trust, when we come upon these closed doors in our lives, that our responses should be similar. Now, I know the human response of disappointment. I have had it. I've had doors shut in my face that I feel like I've worked hard towards, that I feel like this is something that I deserve, that I feel like I was, I was wanting these open doors to do some good for God, even in ministry. You know, um, Lord, uh, 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 this door that I asked you for was supposed to build the kingdom of God, was supposed to cause progress um, in, in the life of God's people. I really wanted to do this thing, Lord, to, to really show God's people what an amazing God you are. And yet here comes the door shut in my face. But we have to remember that our Father God, he is omniscient. He knows everything. And so 
when 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 doors are closed he knows exactly what why it is that he's closing those doors and the power of the closed door is this number one the closed door gives us pause because sometimes we can be galloping towards something that the lord is not yet ready for us to have or the lord needs to be working on us concerning some attitudes that we may have the thing inside the closed door is good but it's not that the thing may not be good for us but we may not be good for the thing yet i'm going to say that again the thing on the other side of the door may be very good for us but we may not yet be ready for that thing we may not be good for that thing behind that closed door because there are some things that the Lord may need to work on us. I, I know that that has happened in my life. I'll just testify about Antonite. That that has happened in my life. When there is something special and, 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 and great and wonderful that I want. And I walk up to that door because I can see the thing. And I think God's ready to just put me through. And then the door just closes on my face. Why? The Lord allowed me to see that thing. But he also knew that I was not ready, that if maybe if I'd gone in and touched that thing and started working with that thing, I'd probably mess it up. So he closes the door to give me pause, to give me pause to look at myself, to give me pause to look at the circumstances of my life, to give me pause to see what things are there that God may want to work out in me before I walk through that door. The closed door also redirects there are times when we think that what we see what we want is exactly what we need in our lives and suddenly the lord will close the door because we need some redirection because what we think was so wonderful wasn't so wonderful after all because god had something else god something bigger god had something better god had something more impressive God had something for us to do that would be more effective if we redirect what it is that we were going after. And it is so important for us to be in tune with God so that when the closed doors come, we will see that there is power in this closed door. Because this closed door, this thing that God has closed shut in my face means that the Lord is keeping me from sometimes making a mistake, which is the other aspect, the other powerful aspect of the closed door. God could be saying, this could end up being something painful, something hurtful for you. You can't see it, but I am omniscient. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You don't understand it because it looks good. Because somebody who is an expert says to you, this thing is going to be good for you. It follows the, 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 the line of thought of the, of, of the financial person, of the medical person, uh, of the pharmaceutical person, of the social person. And so we, we wonder, Lord, if, if all these experts say it's so good, then why shouldn't I have it? And, and the Lord is saying to us, but I can see above and beyond all of these experts. I have their knowledge plus because I am an omniscient. And so I am going to use my om, om, omnipotence. I'm going to use my power to protect you because this is what I told you in Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. 
for I know the plans that I have for you because I created you because I know what it is that I've invested in you. I know the tools I've given you. I know the talents that I've given you. I know what is good for you. And so even though you're running towards this door that you want to be open, I am going to close it so that you will be better, so that you will be protected, so that you will be more powerful. Because there are times too when those closed doors will cause us to back and reevaluate it will cause us to 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 look into the weapons of warfare that we have in our hands because we're told in the word right that the weapons of warfare that we have they are not carnal but they're mighty through god for the pulling down of strongholds and so the close the door that thing that's shut in our face makes us sit back and look at our weapons are our weapons ready? Are our weapons sharpened? Are we getting the training that we need to know how to use these weapons? So the closed door, and I'm going to go into two aspects of closed doors. This one that I'm talking about and, 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 and another type of closed doors in our lives. These closed doors, these opportunities that seem to be shut in our face, that seems like the enemy has, has placed there, we must remember that the enemy cannot do anything to us without permission from the Lord. Satan cannot do anything to God's people. Satan cannot do anything to God's blood-washed people without God's permission. We see that. Jesus said to Peter, what did he say to Peter? Satan has asked to sift you like we, right? Jesus said that to, to Peter. So we know that Satan had to ask permission to go after Peter. We see it also with Job, right? He had to get permission to, Satan had to get permission to go after Job. So we have to understand that anything at all that the enemy would put in front of us, anything at all that the enemy would try to use to discourage us or to stop us, that already the Lord knows and already he is making a way. So I am learning in my life that when the door goes shut, no matter how disappointed I am, no matter how I, I feel like this is going to hold me from moving forward, I have to stand in the name of the Lord and believe that God is, is planning, is doing, is putting into place something that I could not even think. That even though I asked God for this particular thing, there are other things that I did not even think were possible for God to give me. Hallelujah. That when this door is shut, it flies open these other doors. Hallelujah. And so when a door is closed, the power of the closed door stands in who it is that caused that door to be closed. The power of that closed door stands in the fact that it is Jehovah Jireh who is the provider that caused that door to be closed in our lives. That it is Jehovah Rapha. That it is Yahweh Nisi. That it is El Shaddai. It is the I am who I am, who we trust as our creator to do what is best for us, who's caused that door to be closed. But I really want to talk about what it is that it creates in us 
when we come upon a closed door. The emotions that are that, that it evokes in us and the moves that we made make when we come upon a closed door. First of all, one of the greatest weapons of our warfare is the weapon of praise. Hallelujah. It's the weapon of, of bringing before God the worship that is due to his name. And what more powerful than the closed walls of Jericho than to walk around, hallelujah, with praises that will bring those walls down. And so I bless the name of the Lord that we're able to exercise our spiritual muscles when we come upon things that would want to keep us from going where God wants us to go. So as, as long as we are in tune with God, you know, I, I used to say to people, there are times when we come upon things, come upon the enemies, um, and the Lord tells us how to deal with them, right? He says, when you see the enemy coming at you with their horses and their chariots, do not be afraid, for I will deliver you with my righteous right hand. But I have often said that we have to be in tune with God to know whether he's saying, stand still and see the salvation of God and watch the enemies fight themselves while you sing, or if God is saying, go in and kill everything that is in place, right? So the important thing about when we come upon a closed door is to know what it is that God is saying. How is he telling us to move forward when it comes to this closed door? Is this a closed door that he wants us to kick down through the power of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, through our praises and our singing and our trust in him? Or is he saying, move from this one? Because the other one that I have opened for you will bring so much more benefit to you. And it is so important that we be in tune with God for when we come upon the closed door. But whatever kind of closed door we come upon, whatever kind of situation we come, we come upon that seems to want to keep us back, we must know that we know that we know because we're the children of God, that that closed door is power in our hands. It must benefit us. It will either cause us to pray more. It will cause us to praise more. It will cause us to reevaluate. It will cause us to sink into the word. It will cause us to go into fasting. It will cause us to call, to pull upon the weapons of warfare that God has given to us. But let me tell you this, there is no closed door that a child of God will come upon that will not benefit you. I'm going to say that again without apology. There is no closed door that you're going to come upon that will not benefit you in some way. So the song says, let the storms rage high, the dark clouds rise, they won't worry me. Let the employers close the door on you. Let the co-workers close the door on you. Sometimes it's even the people in your household trying to close those doors on you. Whoever it is that's in your life that think that they can keep you back from closing a door, let it be known by you in your spirit because of who you are that this closed door is a powerful weapon in your hand because it's going to cause you to exercise your spiritual muscles. Praise be to God. And then the second kind of closed door that is powerful that I want to talk to us about 
The first one is the one that's shut in our face. The second one is the one that we shut. The one that keeps us in. If we go into 2 Kings uh, chapter 4, we will see where the widow, this widow, came to Elijah and said to him, listen, my husband's dead. My husband was a prophet. He's dead. And now my sons, um, the, the, the money that my husband owed, now, now those that, that he owed the money to, they want to take my son as sons of slaves. Slaves and Elijah said to her, "Listen, this is what I want for you to go do. Just go around everywhere you can and get vessels. And of course, I'm just paraphrasing the story. Get vessels, and when you get those vessels, you just bring them into your house. And I'm, I'm making the story very short now. Bring them into your house, and what I want for you to do is to start pouring the little bit of oil you have into each vessel." And the woman, the, 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 the Bible tells us that in verse 5, she left Elijah and shut the door behind her and her sons. She brought her sons in with all the vessels that they had borrowed from the neighbors, lots and lots of vessels, and they brought the jars to her and they kept on pouring. Now, it's important to note that what she did when she came back into that room, into her house with all those jars, that she shut the door. Why is that shut door powerful? It is powerful because when we go into God, when we go into a place of miracle, when we go into a place of expectancy, God may ask us to do something that looks crazy. And we have to shut out the naysayers. We have to shut out the inquisitive eyes. We have to shut out the destructors. We have to shut out those who are going to say this doesn't make any sense. We have to shut out even the experts who will say, but it's not going to work like that. And so we find that this widow brought her sons in and she shut the door. And after shutting the door and walking in obedience, we see this miracle of the little bit of oil that she had now being poured over and over and over again into vessels until there were no more vessels to fill. Further in that chapter, we see the story of the Shulamite woman. She who had no son, she had prepared a place for Elijah to come and rest, and she had no son, and she was blessed with a son after Elijah prayed for her to have a son. And as time went on, the son died, to make the story short again. And she took her son and placed him in Elijah's room and shut the door, again, shutting out those who would say, the boy is dead, let's bury him. She went for the prophet, the prophet came back, and again, he shut the door, hallelujah. He shut the door, placed himself on the boy, and the boy came to life. What is the power of the shut door in circumstances like this? It is important that when we are connecting with our God, and wanting a miracle that other people do not understand, that we shut them out. That we shut out those who are not at that spiritual level to understand. That we shut out those who are going to be critical, those who are, who are, who are, who are going to tell us that this can't work. It is important to understand the power of shutting that door, of being with God, 
being with God and him alone and expecting from God that thing which one would say is not possible. If we go into Acts 2 on the day of Pentecost, I am sure that when the believers were gathered, it said that they met in one place waiting. And I suspect they had a shut door there too. Why? One, because of course they were in danger of their lives. And two, because people would not understand. Here are these people just sitting in this room waiting on what? But suddenly we're told that the power of the Holy Spirit came like cloven tongues on the heads. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that which would bring power for them to, to declare the gospel of Jesus Christ came upon, upon these believers. And, and, and they started to speak with other, with other tongues. Hallelujah. And it is that power that changed the Peter who denied Christ. If we go back into, into the books before Acts, right? Peter who denied Christ. Peter who seemed to be so weak and unfaithful. He now stood and became the greatest evangelist on that day. Jesus said this. He says, when you pray, verse 6 uh, of St. Matthew, if we read the old chapter, we see he was talking about the hypocritical way of praying. But he says, this is what I want for you to do. When you pray, go into your room, close your door, and pray unto your father. And your father who sees you praying in secret, he will reward you openly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, I want us to understand, I want us to stand on the power of the closed door as, as it is signified in the Word of God. It is not an ordinary thing. It is not a dismal thing. It is not something for us to cry about. It is not something for us to, to complain about. It's not something for us to, to get discouraged and despondent and disillusioned about. The closed door in our lives actually is a powerful thing. And so I encourage the people of God today to look at both of these aspects of the closed door. One, when the closed door signifying opportunities, signifying passageways, um, when they seem to be closed in our face, for us to understand that this is an opportunity to exercise the power of choice and redirection, hallelujah, from God. It is an opportunity for God to slow us down so that we can get ready for the biggest stuff that God has in our lives, hallelujah, hallelujah. And then the closed doors, the ones that we close, to be locked away with God. And sometimes we have to even close out the closest people in our lives. We have to close out even those who love us because they don't quite understand what it is that God is doing. As we wait for that unusual, as we wait for that significant, as we wait for that never before experienced miracle of God. And so I call us today as a people of God. I call us today as people maturing in God, as a people growing in God. I call us today as a people of faith 
to reevaluate the importance, hallelujah, and the power of the closed doors in our lives. To understand that it is the master of the door that holds those doors, hallelujah. To understand it is the maker of the doors that hold those doors. And to understand that we can be nothing, hallelujah, as we trust the Lord, we can be nothing but powerful in the face of any closed door. God bless you. God bless you, great people of God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, there may be some of us online today, some of us listening, like I have had those experiences where even now it seems like there's some things we really need from God where it seems like the door is just shut. Where it seems like there's some things we've worked hard for. We've put in the time, we've put in the resources, we've put in the investment. And it would seem like other people are just kind of walking through their doors. It would seem like it's so easy for other people. They're not having a problem and they seem to be progressing and they seem to be moving forward. And we are just constantly just struggling. But tonight, I come in the name of Jesus to declare over our lives that if that door is shut, it is because God is doing a powerful thing in our lives. If God has shut the door, it's because he's still preparing us for something that is magnificent. And there may be those who are listening in who your discouragement and your sense of failure seems to just be pulling you down and man, you're wondering if you'll ever get through this. You may not have ever, ever considered giving your life to the Lord. There are just things in life that just seem not to be working for you. And you wonder what it is that your future is going to be like. I'm going to read Jeremiah 29 and verse 11 to you again. It says this. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. I know. I, Jehovah, I, the creator, I, the I am that I am. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I know that sometimes it would seem like a life door is closed against you. I know that there are times when it seems like a future's door is closed against you. But I'm coming here to say to you today that Jesus, your savior, loves you hallelujah that jesus your savior has an open door for you called salvation and it's the door to eternal life it is a door to heaven and it's a door that is never ever ever closed amen it will absolutely change your life not because it's a get rich tactic, not because you won't ever have a problem again, not because things will go perfect when you've given your heart to the Lord, 
but because you will have made the best decision in your life, the decision to give your life to Jesus Christ, who died for you, the king of the earth, the God, the God of the creator. Jesus was from the very beginning. And he came and he died so that you may have not just life, as he says in St. John 10 and verse 10, but that you may have it more abundantly. I can tell you this as a Christian, that I too struggle with issues in my life. I do. The difference between me and the person who has not given his or her life to the Lord is that I know where to run to. I know that the, the, the God that I run to, that he has the complete, that he has the excellent way, that he has the excellent answer. The truth is that if you do not give your life to Jesus, you will not see heaven. And that you will end up in hell. I know we don't talk about this, uh, about Reverend Crescent, the way that we used to. Mm -hmm. I know that we like the pretty pictures of progress and prosperity, and we don't talk about the fact of hell like we used to, but it is a part of the reality of our experience on earth. And so I invite you tonight to come with us to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior so that you may start living a different kind of life even when you come upon those closed doors and that you will have the hope of salvation through the blood of the Lamb. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. With Rev's permission, I will just go ahead and pray. Yes. Mighty God and Father, we just thank you today, O oh Lord, for what you have done in our midst. We thank you, O oh Father God, that you have brought your people together so that we can understand, O oh Lord, that a closed door is a great opportunity. It's a powerful weapon in our hands. But Father, in spite of how the enemy would like to tell us that the closed door means the end of an opportunity and the closed door means that we can't go forward, oh Lord. That Father, you use the very foolishness, Father, of your will to confound the wise. And we present to you tonight, oh Lord, those who would accept you as their Lord and Savior, that you would move upon the hearts of God, of those who are unsaved, so that they may run to you, oh Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you for this great ministry, speak the word. We thank you, God, for your great servant who is determined, O oh Lord, to walk in the call of God. We thank you, God, for the great people who are on tonight, who you are empowering, Lord, to be stronger and stronger and more and more like Jesus every day. We bless your name and we give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you, Rev. God bless you, ma'am. Ah, Pastor Anne, what a powerful, powerful teaching. Powerful teaching. I mean, it opens our mind to start thinking because normally many of us think that behind the closed door, it's something bad, right? 
And now you're opening up our minds to think that behind that closed door could possibly be something good. God is redirecting us. Is, there's opportunity behind the closed door, but we're just not ready for it yet. So I thank you so much for that teaching this evening. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Anne. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. And um, just want to pray for you and just close off in prayer this evening. Heavenly Father, what a privilege to learn of your goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you for the time, mighty God, to connect with heaven through your precious, precious word. Thank you, Lord, for Pastor Anne and the powerful word of wisdom you have given her to impart to your people. Lord, may you bless Pastor Anne and may you pour upon her her showers of blessing that she will not have room to contain it. Mighty God, may you continue to hold her up with your righteous right hand. Continue to fill her up with an everlasting overflow of your anointing spirit as she continues to do your ministry. Thank you for feeding our souls using your word. We pray that you continue speaking to us and help us to store your word in our hearts so that we do not sin against you. Thank you for your grace that is sufficient. Thank you for the love you have given us, Father. Lord God, as we close, we ask you to touch the heart of your children. Let an everlasting flow of your spirit touch lives, mighty God, and lift burdens. Touch bodies, Father, this evening that needs healing, Father. We're reaching out to you, Jesus, for those who need healing, those who need restoration, those who need to be made renewed, mighty God. So, Father God, we ask you to fill us up, Lord God, with your wisdom and your compassion to love others. And may you bless us with your ever-ending love, mighty God. Father, lift up every supporter of this program, and may you continue to bless them tremendously and give them, Lord God, the desire to thirst after you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this evening. We thank you, Lord God, that your presence is with us this evening mighty god and that father your holy spirit will go with us this evening to our homes in the mighty name of jesus or wherever we go this evening thank you lord pastor and i thank you so much for coming on <laughs> thank you hope i can have you again hope i can have you again so um there are some people that came on when um the the teaching was on um i think YouTube shut us down. We don't have YouTube, um, so I wasn't able to see some of the people that came on. But Francis Bravo, I thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Tyler, thank you for coming on. Uh, Rita Faye, thank you. Um, Brother Philip, thank you so much. Um, I didn't remember seeing anybody else, but I thank you all so much. Um, Pastor Suzette, yes, Pastor Suzette came on. There she is. Um, we thank God for all of you. We love you so much. Thank you for sharing with me this evening. And um, Pastor Anne, and thank you for, for joining. Amen. Um, remember that we're on again next week, 7.30. Um, speak the word. And remember, if you have a topic that you want me to teach on, um, you can 
email me at speaktheword1983 at gmail.com or you can send um or you can you can you can you can put it in the comment um the comment or the chat box um here today or you can send me the email okay so we thank god for all of you thank you for joining and um hope you've been blessed by the word of god amen the power of the closed door the power of the closed door so um that topic will also be on podcast tonight we're going to download it onto podcast tonight so if you want you can um, also listen to it on podcast so we thank pastor Anne once again for coming on and next week i'll be on i will be teaching um, on another topic um, next week so thank you all um, we're going to close out with um, the song by Cliff Dougal, All of My Praise, All of My Praise. Well, troubles I've had so many times Living my life just way out of line Many a days I wondered what to do But turning to Jesus to give me a hand He pulled me from valleys I don't understand I just want to give Him all of my praise We've come
Good night, everyone. Be blessed.